and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bless the Lord who forgiveth all our sins. His mercy endureth forever. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ saith. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Upon these two commands hang all the law and the prophets. Christ our Redeemer, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem, and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert the highway for our God. 
Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice cried, says, Cry. And I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, and the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people is grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up. Fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those that are with young. The word of the Lord. reading from 2 Peter. But do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is forbearing towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. And the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with, with fire, and the earth and the works that are upon it will be burned up. 
since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of persons ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be kindled and dissolved, and the elements will melt with fire? But according to his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth, in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you wait for these, be zealous to be found by him, without spot or blemish, and at peace, and count the forbearance of our Lord as salvation. So also our beloved brother Paul wrote to you according to the wisdom given him. The word of the Lord. Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, who shall prepare thy way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And there went out to him all the country of Judea, and all the people of Jerusalem. And they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, and had a leather girdle about his waist, and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise be to thee, O Christ.
grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, beloved in the Lord, we find ourselves together on this second Sunday in Advent, and it's good to see you all here. Um, the Sundays in Advent are uh, a strange phenomenon in, in the South, at least. Uh, most people, for most people, the season of Christmas starts uh, with Black Friday and ends on, on Christmas morning, but uh, it is not so for us. Uh, so, a little explanation of Advent. Advent is a season that encompasses the four Sundays before Christmas Day and all the weekdays thereof. Uh, Advent is a season of preparation. It's a penitential season, a little like Lent, uh, where we are asked to prepare ourselves for Jesus' second coming, when he returns to judge the living and the dead, and to also prepare ourselves to remember his birth, Christmas Day. So the church asks us to do uh, some things we're very good at and some things we're not so good at, like uh, fasting, which is uh, fasting and abstaining from things uh, in, in Laurel, Mississippi during uh, this holiday season is almost impossible, but uh, some of us give it our best effort. Uh, we are also asked to increase uh, devotions and prayers to help prepare ourselves, to help come closer to the Lord. Um, and so that's why we have things like Advent Lessons and Carols, which we will have this evening at 6 p.m., uh, which will sound a little different. It's not Christmas carols, but it's uh, a remembrance of our salvation. It starts all the way with Genesis in the, man, in the beginning, God created man and woman. And it stops right at the birth of Jesus. It, it recalls to us what Christmas is about, how we were created by God, how we fell, how we were called to repentance, and how Jesus, I mean, how God sent his son to up tonight. We also have, are asked to increase acts of charity and kindness, uh, which we do through things like the Advent Giving Tree, where there's still a few families left on there. We're asked, uh, you'll see our, our youth groups, uh, they'll go out and they'll work in the soup kitchen and visit people. And we generally increase our awareness and our activity in helping others. So that's what, what Advent is about. And you hear readings uh, during Advent that are, that are not very Christmassy, they sound more like uh, warnings for the, about the end of the world, and, and, and they are. So uh, if you're new to that, uh, welcome. It's a, a sort of striking contrast between the world around us. But when I was uh, reflecting on these readings this week, uh, I couldn't help but think about uh, an encounter I had with, with, with no one who lives in this area, but uh, it was a young university student, um, and she had... Uh, taken the money her parents had given her for, for, for university and she had taken all the money she could uh, that that could be borrowed uh, and she misspent it. She spent uh, the money not, not on food or tuition or books but one on a car uh, a nitro car and then two she spent uh, her money on clothing and on uh, accessories that go with that. Um, and she came into my office desperate. She'd taken all her parents' money and spent it. She'd taken all the money she could borrow and spent it. On things, and this was what was really, truly heartbreaking to me. She spent the money 
on things that she thought, believed, were needs, needs, that she needed these things to live. She really and truly did. I honestly believe she did. She was in a state of despair and heartbreak I've not seen. And for the first time in my ministry, I sort of had to pull out the Bible and say, well, here is what need looked like. Food, clothing, not designer clothing, but food, clothing to keep the elements off of you and keep you warm, shelter. Those, those are needs. A handbag with a certain stamp or emblem on it is a luxury, not a need. A car that, that looks a certain way, not, that's a luxury, not a need. But she had looked around the world, had been um, so in the world, that the world convinced her that those things were needs. Certain clothing, certain cars, so much so that she went into desperation. And I was so heartbroken. I called a very dear, uh, sort of my brother, uh, my brother by another mother, as it were, I guess. But my best friend, um, and he's a psychotherapist, um, and I called him to, to share some of that. There are very few people I get to share things with. And I just told him how heartbroken I was that this young lady um, was in such desperate shape because of, of what she believed to be needs. And I asked him, uh, he works for, for the state mental health agency. Uh, in his day, I'm lucky. I'm very lucky. I get to love a parish family, and sure, I deal with bad things, but I also go see births. I rejoice with people in celebrations, mourn with them in passings, but I get to see the good and the bad. My friend sees only the bad. People come to him when they are at the bottom. People come to them to him when they hit the bottom again. People come to him when they hit the bottom for the 15th time. His job is sort of hopeless very difficult. And I asked him, I was like, how do you make it through the day? And he said to me, every day he gets up after he says his prayers, he says this. He looks around and he says, this is not normal. And he has to remind himself every morning that the world around him is not normal. This is not how it is supposed to be. So he starts his day every day like that. And his words, this is not normal, could just have well have been written by St. Peter in his letter this morning. St. Peter is addressing a dispersed uh, Christianity throughout uh, what we would call Turkey, Asia, that, that area. Uh, and these are Christians who are mostly Gentile. They have no history of Israel. Uh, they're, they're Gentile Christians who are facing persecution. We're right about the time of Nero. Things for Christians are bad. Some of uh, their friends and family members are being killed for being Christians. Being Christians is affecting their businesses and their social life. It's affecting every aspect of who they are and what they do and what they're about. Um, and there's also antagonism. People are starting to ask the question, since they're under such duress, why are things the way they are? Why are things the way they are? Why does God allow this to go on? How could God allow this to go on? And there are people, uh, pagans, who are making fun of them. You know, the God you worship is no God at all. That he would allow this to go on. That he wouldn't stop this. That he wouldn't return. 
They're even having discussions within the community about this sort of things, uh, about what is normal. Um, and in Peter's time, I promise you, things were, were, were just, in a lot of ways, like today. You know, today we have all-you-can-eat uh, buffets. Uh, they went one step further. They had uh, all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-eat. They had vomitoriums where you could all-you-can-eat one time and then return and return. Uh, they lived life uh, to the fullest in, 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 in many senses, uh, wrong senses, distorted senses, but, but they did. And so they asked the question. You, you know, they were asking the question, why does God allow this? And Peter answers in a very striking way. It's still hard to digest today, but it, it's, it is the truth. That, first of all, he says, well, you, you don't understand God. We cannot understand God. God is, with, is outside the bounds of time and history and space and works in ways we don't know. Second, every single day we have is a gift from God to be used for our repentance and to be used to make us whole. Peter recalls that the Lord gave Adam, Adam's life after the fall was a thousand years, was given to Adam in hopes that he would repent. So Peter tells the Christians, dispersed, persecuted, what you see around you is not normal. What these people that are doing around you is not normal. This is not how life should be. Life should be lived to God. You should be people who are filled with love, who are filled with mercy, who are filled with forgiveness. You should be people who emanate Jesus Christ in every move and in every action. You should be people who view every day not as a curse or as a sign of a weak God, but every day is a gift from God that allows you to repent it allows you to practice forgiveness, that allows you to love one another, that allows you to forgive one another, that allows you to become whole. That's the message Peter gave. And that's the message of Advent. As we wait to rejoice in the birth of our Savior on Christmas morning, as we wait Jesus Christ's returning, these are not symbols of a God who is weak or a God who is uncaring. This is time we are given to love one another, to forgive one another, to turn away from those things that do us harm and towards things that do us good. This is time we are given that every day we too can wake up and say, what is around us is not normal. This is not how it's supposed to be. Let us not be fooled. Instead, brothers and sisters, let us wake up every morning and thank God for the gift that we have, that we are able to love one another and let us love. That we are able to forgive one another and let us forgive. That we are able to be charitable and merciful and let us be charitable and merciful. And most of all, let us do our best every single day to let the light and the love and the joy and the peace of Jesus Christ emanate through our bodies. Because what you see around you in the world is not normal. And now, as much as ever, the world needs the light of Christ. So let us, brothers and sisters, be that light. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Standing, let's affirm our faith in God and in His Holy Church.
I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all the worlds, God and God, light and light, very God and very God, begotten and not made, being of one substance of the Father, I and in all things remain, who for us sin and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was there, and the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge of the great and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeded from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who saved by the prophets. And I believe one holy act of the church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection day and the life of the world to come. Amen. We pray for your holy Catholic Church. That we all may be one. Grant that every member of the Church may truly and humbly serve you. That your name be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. That they may be faithful ministers of your word and we pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. And that there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. That our works may not Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. That they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest, especially Virginia Culpepper, Sherry Feltz, and Rich Bracken. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also Let us pray for our own needs and those of others for the aged and infirm, for the widowed and orphans, and for the sick and the suffering, especially Danielle Adams, Norman Alston, Kay Anderson, Donald Bailey, Jim Barrett, Julie Bankston, Eva Mae Barber, Steve Bath, Ann Bennett, Suzanne Boyd, Beth Boykin, 
Johnny Brewer, Donna Buchanan, Jean Bullock, Luca Seraldo, Susie Dearman, Lilia Ann Duncan, Richie Edmondson, Emma Jean Edwards, Leslie Entrican, Denise and Vance Fricky, Monica Gavin, Michelle Gibson, Emma Jean Ginn, Trevor Gogi, Sarah Hescock, Brantley Jack, Leroy Jensen, Corrine Jordan, Michael Karen, Tim Killen, Mary Lou Lott, Jack Lunsford, David Little, Greg McBride, Edie McDaniel, Judy McLaughlin, Karen Meehan, Jean Miller, Harley Miller, Carolyn Mitchell, Meg Moore, June Morris, Michael Myrick, Jason Niblett, Adrian O'Neill, Dorothy Owens, Kyle Pearson, Frank Pilgrim, Carol Prevost, Amanda Price, Shirley Reiner, Margaret Robinson, Jeff Rogers, Norman Rao, Diane Scott, Doyle Scott, Chris Scully, Jim Scully, Mark Scully, Steve Shepard, Thomas Smith, Tony Stiles, Bobby Taylor, Joan Todd, Adrian Warren, Alana Weston, Richard Wills, Joe Beth Young, and those we now name. For your handmaids with child, especially Catherine Brown, Elizabeth Tosh, and Danielle Todd, we give thanks for the safe delivery of James Sarah and the health and well-being of his mother, Laura. For those celebrating birthdays this week, especially Lori Burson, Meacham Harlow, Cynthia Parsley, Jennifer Rogers, and Hugh Stansel. For those celebrating anniversaries this week, especially Catherine and Father Jeff Rich. For the protection of the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louis the Balthazard, John Brewer, Michael Buthler, Mark Carter, Will Chancellor, Melissa Kleckler, Stan Harris, Jay Holloway, Scott Howell, Eric Yarmillo, Walton Lucky, Calvin Powell, Harold Russell, Joe Benson, James Warner, and Mark Waters. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at thy first coming didst warn us to prepare for the day when thou shalt come to be our judge, mercifully grant that being awake from the sleep of sin, we may always be watching and intent upon the work which thou hast given us to do, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without him. Amen. Amen. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed, by thought, word, and deed, against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. 
Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who has great mercy, hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with heart repentance and true faith turn unto Him. Have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you into everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the word of God to all who truly turn to Him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son to the end that all that believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is a true saying and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, even Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the perfect offering for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And Blessed Advent to, to one and all. Uh, today is a very, very special day indeed. Uh, at the end of the service today, we will welcome into our midst St. Nicholas of Myra. So we're, we're very excited about his coming, uh, at which time uh, people who wish to take pictures and all that are welcome to, and the, the, the uh, children of the parish will, will, will receive a, a gift or present from St. Nicholas. So uh, it's always one of my more favorite uh, times in the church, so uh, stick around. Then um, this afternoon at 3 p.m., we, we are uh, graciously and, and excitedly allowing uh, Jones Junior College or Jones County Junior College to, uh, to use the name for their Christmas concert. That begins at 3 o'clock, so if you just can't stand it and have to hear some Christmas carols and things, uh, they're, they're here at 3. Then uh, at 6 p.m. tonight, uh, again, we will have our service of Advent lessons and carols, and it is a remarkable, wonderful, uh, very meaningful time. So I cannot, cannot encourage you uh, enough to, to uh, be present for that. Again, it recalls uh, our creation, fall, and, and all the events leading up uh, to, to our Lord's birth uh, in, in carol and song and in scripture reading. So it's a wonderful devotion for Advent. So I hope to see you, see you for that. Uh, then Monday we have our ladies' fete, so uh, you will have another chance uh, to, to break with Advent traditions as the girls the boys from St. John's Day School's 5th and 6th grade come here at 11 p.m. and they will uh, perform for us uh, carols and, and, and songs for Christmas. 
Then after that, we will have uh, the low mass for, for the day. And at 12 o'clock, we will, all the ladies of the church will meet at the Wisteria Bed and Breakfast at the home of Peggy and Earl Schneider for the uh, annual ladies' fete. If you have not signed up for that and wish to go, there's a sign-up sheet on the board. Uh, it's a festive piece of paper. I don't know that there's, uh, it says ladies' fete, but the festive piece of paper sign up for uh, there, and, or you may do so online. We are also taking donations for Christmas flowers, or flowers for Christmas. Uh, you may do so on the board in the hallway or, or, uh, or through the uh, notes from Patmos. And I think that is, that is all. Uh, please know that pledge cards are, are, are coming up due. The, the, uh, we need them to formulate a budget for next year. And speaking of budgets and things, I, I do want to uh, send a gentle and friendly reminder that uh, pledged income right now uh, we are about $25,000 behind in pledged giving, which uh, is kind of uh, a little stressful. So uh, if you could be so kind, uh, to, to, if you have not in a while, uh, uh, remember St. John's and, and remind others who, are, who uh, call this place home to also re uh, to do their best to remember the parish. Uh, so I believe, I think that is it. I'm getting to ramble a bit. We have, do we need food for EYC? If anyone want, wishes to be the EYC, the EYC... We'll meet uh, beginning at 5.30 this evening, and we have no one to feed us, so see Catherine uh, to feed the UIC, and I think that's, any other announcements? Uh, yeah. Family giving Christmas tree. I hear, I heard it back. Okay, so one more thing. We have, uh, we still have families available on the, on the Christmas tree. Uh, we have a, a few left. Uh, families of different sizes. We also, if you would rather not shop for a family but wish to give to that cause, uh, you can write a check to the church and footnote Advent Giving Project. Uh, and, and we have uh, people who will shop for you, either uh, people who will help with the families or our, our youth uh, is, is adopting a family or two as well. So, uh, so if you want to help out with that and give, these are people who uh, we as a parish have, have talked to and, and had conversations with or if you want to use the business term, we embedded them. Uh, so they are local families that are in desperate uh, situations and needs. So uh, it's a wonderful cause. Again, take a family. They're different sizes. If you would rather, just write the church a check and we'll shop uh, for you. So uh, those don't, we can't turn those in until December 15th. So uh, don't start bringing church stuff to the church until December 15th, but it needs to be here by December 9th. Got it right. So, got that right. Okay, so that was uh, 73 minutes of, of announcements. So I think anything else you can read in the book. Again, everybody, it's great to see you. Uh, God, so walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us and offering the sacrifice to God.
Remember especially the orphan and the widow, and the sick and the shut-in. Remember as well those who live in areas of violence and war, who are persecuted for their faith. May we be the light of Christ in a dark and broken world. And may the souls of all the faithfully departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is meet and right so to do. It is very meet right in our bounden duty. That we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God. Because thou didst give Jesus Christ, thy only Son, to be born for us, who by the mighty power of the Holy Ghost was made very man of the substance of the Virgin Mary, his mother that we might be delivered from the bondage of sin and receive power to become thy children. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, 
and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, according to the institution of thy dearly beloved Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we, thy humble servants, do celebrate and make here before thy divine majesty with these thy holy gifts which we now offer unto thee, the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make, having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, rendering unto thee most hearty thanks for the innumerable benefits procured unto us by the same. And we most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and of thy almighty goodness vouchsafe to bless and sanctify with thy word and Holy Spirit these thy gifts and creatures of bread and wine, that we, receiving them according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness mercifully to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee that we and all others who shall be partakers of this holy communion, may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ, be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction, and made one body with him, that he may dwell in us and we in him. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses, through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
people of God.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank Thee, for that Thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of Thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members Corporate in the mystical body of thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship, and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without him. Amen. May Almighty God, by whose providence our Savior of Christ came among us in great humility, sanctify you with the light of his blessing and set you free from all sin. May he whose second coming in power and great glory we await make you steadfast in faith, joyful in hope and constant in love. May you who rejoice at the first advent of our Redeemer at his second advent be rewarded with unending life. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. At this time, if the children would, would uh, come up. Welcome, St. Nicholas. If everyone will stand.